0: Never miss the water till your will and strike. Never miss Joe Turner till he says
1: goodbye. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday. August 29th, 2023, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel, with me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going?
0: Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York, uh, where the weather is actually pretty nice today, temperate. Uh, My hot take to do has to do with the Boston Red Sox. Uh, And the Boston Red Sox, for some reason are now actively trying to tank the season. And I don't quite understand why. Yeah. Why are they doing? Well, last night the Red Sox were playing the Houston Astros and they took the lead five, four in the bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, So they're winning bottom of the fifth inning. And despite not having thrown a lot of bullpen innings over the weekend against the uh, the Dodgers, they brought out this guy, Kyle Baraclaw? Baraclow? Oh, Baraclaw. Kyle Baraclaw.
2: Yeah, I know Kyle Baraclaw.
0: Who proceeded to walk the first two runners that he, the batters that he faced, and then hit a guy. And then, essentially, this guy comes in in the sixth inning and gives up ten earned runs over three innings. And they just they just over
1: three innings. So Cora didn't take him out.
0: They didn't even get anybody up in the bullpen. And -hmm. this guy came in with a lead, uh, and they just sent him out there to get shelled. And it was. They didn't give it, they're like, oh, we needed to rest guys, except for they'd been resting guys a lot lately. Um, And they never really explained why. And it just, it seems like they're tanking the season, and I don't know why. It's it's like one of those, it's like a movie where they're like, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to lose, but then the team doesn't lose quite the way they expect it to, so then they just like fucking harpoon the entire season. Right, Major, but it doesn't make sense because like, the Red Sox are still get easily within striking distance of the wild card.
1: Do so, I have access to fan graphs? Can you check their postseason odds? I don't right now. I don't know why. I used to have a fan graphs. Okay. Check that out. Uh,
2: that's really wild. Kyle Bearclaw is a legit MLB was a legit MLB Reliever, at some point. Well, he's not anymore. Like two years ago, he was on the Marlins, and he was, like, decent. Uh, he pitched
0: 4.1 innings. I guess he came in with two outs in the fifth. He gave up well, 11 crazy. hits, him in for that 10 long. earned runs. He walked five and hit three batters. He gave up two home runs, struck out one guy. So And so- they just sat there and watched um, him get completely destroyed
2: and it has, doesn't
0: make,
2: yeah Fangrass has uh the red sox chance at making the playoffs and or clinching the wild card at 9.1 well,
1: that's
0: a chance that
2: sounds <clears throat> yeah. and so you're saying there's a chance
0: there's a chance and a real chance I would say that probably those odds were better before last night. Yeah, I would say so,
2: too, especially playing against Houston, a team that's directly in front of them toward the wild card.
0: Right. We had 10 games in a row against the Astros and the Dodgers, and we took two of four in the Astros season. One, uh, The Dodgers. Two of four against the Astros in the first series in Houston. Came oh, back to Boston, lost the first game against the Dodgers, won the second game against the Dodgers, and then completely gave up in the third game. Same deal. They just left relievers in there to get fucking destroyed. And their excuse at that point was, oh, we gotta rest our relievers. So we just gotta we just gotta fucking take it. And then well,
2: now Durant's going down, gone down for surgery, right? What's Ger- that? Right. Ger- He's Ger- been out Ger- for Durant's a while
0: though.
1: Wait, who went down? Jaron
0: Duran. Duran.
2: Um, but he's having surgery or whatever. They, they've given yeah, up Yeah, he's go. done
0: for the year now, but he's been out for a couple weeks.
2: Um, I if but he's got that news. Adam Duvall.
0: Around. Adam Duvall's hit seven home runs in the past nine days. Hey, AL player uh, of the week last week. And they've played every one of those last nine days, but he's hit seven home runs in the last nine days. Like the Red Sox are scoring runs right now. And they're not even trying to win games. And it doesn't make any sense. That's but, so
2: sad. Yeah,
1: that's messed up. Are they in third or fourth in the division? Are they ahead of the Blue Jays?
2: No. No.
1: Yeah. behind
2: the Blue Jays? Yeah. The Blue Jays have a 46% chance of making the playoffs.
1: Really? That seems high to me. Wow. All right.
2: Yeah, I thought so too. Especially because the Mariners... Oh, no, never mind.
1: Well, let's put a put a pin in that. Also joining us as per usual is Thomas. Thomas, you're the only fan of a team that's in top of their division.
2: In contention, yeah. It's a very exciting time. I'm Thomas. I'm coming to you from what is Rainy Seattle today. Fitting the fitting the stereotype. Um, I'm my hot take. Well, so I was supposed to actually be going on my way to the game, or at this point I would be at the game tonight. Oh. I was gonna go with some buddies of mine, but I woke up. I, I came down with a gnarly fever last night, and I was sweating through the sheets. Oh, you got and COVID. Feel, you got COVID. I'm COVID negative. But I tested okay. COVID negative today, but I I also have heard from people that the pathogens, I whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk. About still, still COVID talk, but yeah. So I'm not. I'm not, at this point. I don't appear to have COVID, but I'm sick. So I, and I feel like shit. So I was like, all right, I'm not gonna go. But in the whole process, I thought to myself, well, if it was Houston, our seats are, my buddy, it's these buddies who get kind of rowdy and we yell at players the whole time. It's a really good time. I was much looking forward to this trip. And he got a seats right? There's a the second against the, two, A's, against the A's. Against the A's. Yeah. We we had decided like a month and a half ago that we we're going to go to these games. But he got a seats the other day that were right over the A's bullpen, just like looking down in, in, in T-Mobile. Joel, you've been there. The, the bullpens are right there. And Yes. The seats in the 200 level actually hang over the bullpen. So you can kind of you could theoretically drop things on their head if you weren't worried about getting kicked out. But you would. But my thought was, if it was the Astros or the Rangers, I would probably debate telling my friends to just wear masks. And I would just come and heckle and rain down my viral pathogens onto their bullpen in hopes of them, yes. a small pandemic yes. breaking out. And I,
0: think, I felt like
2: that yeah. was within the pale. I think that that is an a, appropriate action, even in the face of this pandemic. Once I knew that I didn't have COVID, I was like, I could go get the whole bullpen sick just by yelling down at them, spraying my viral droplets down onto them. And I could, could theoretically infect the whole bullpen, which would be great for the Mariners in their playoff chances. Right. Yeah. I decided that that was, the, that was an acceptable... Form of fandom and i don't and i so i think that's a little bit of a hot take i like
1: that okay i really like that i like the idea of weaponizing,
2: yeah
1: like biological warfare here
2: um, like if you were if if you could get somebody in the kit like figure out what hotel most major league teams stay at you know like they probably okay. stay at the same hotels and Maybe. you could like get somebody in the kitchen staff to like go in sick and infect a whole team, you know. It's like I think that this m- m- microbiology, this sort of chemical warfare, should be acceptable within terms of a pennant chase.
1: Just give them the clap.
0: Uh,
2: well, that would be a different, different scenario. <laughs> that would that would be a different person you'd have to employ for that sort of thing. And I think the lines would get a little fuzzier there within social acceptability. <laughs>
1: The whole team, the whole team, just
2: get he's like, That was one special guy or gal. <laughs> I like that's interesting that I'm immediately like, Oh, well, that's beyond the pale, that's not socially responsible. You can't hire a prostitute to give a whole team the clap, but you can, yeah, scream a cough at them and give them a flu.
1: Oh, that, that happened to Babe Ruth like every other week. I always... yeah.
2: yeah, so there you go. That's, that'll show you what the clap will do. Yeah. Probably actually most of the MLB in that era had the clap.
0: Right.
2: What <laughs> even is the clap? Is that gonorrhea?
0: Yeah, it's
1: gonorrhea. I think so. Check me out. Yeah. Um, no? It's
2: chlamydia. Yeah. No. gonorrhea. It's, chlamydia. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. it's, it's not,
1: chlamydia. It's either gonorrhea, or syphilis. I think it's gonorrhea. But chlamydia it's goes chlamydia. away, right? Oh, it's chlamydia. Thank you. It's chlamydia. Chlamydia goes away, right? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, let's talk more about STD. Let's get really into the
0: specifics of yeah, that that's not... STD. <laughs> Mid-century STD. <laughs> yeah. So do you Actually, think I'm, I'm not going to Google that because I don't want it in my algorithm? Right.
2: That was Babe. Is Babe Ruth more likely to have gonorrhea or the clap? The clap, I think. Chlam- I, only because
1: I know... Okay, this is cheesy. At the end of A League of Their Own, the Tom Hanks character is signing baseballs for, like, eight-year-old fans, and he signs it, Jimmy, whatever his name is, avoid
2: clap, And it's one of the funniest lines. In the- <laughs> <laughs> he writes it on the ball? He writes it on the ball. <laughs> does he say it? It, it? Like, does the line... Skated.
1: The line is, so the kids come up to the Tom Hanks character, who's like the drunk manager, right? Oh,
2: I'm, I'm familiar <laughs> yeah. with the show. And
1: they're like, uh, Jimmy something, I wish I could remember. Dugan.
2: Name.
1: Dugan, thank you, Jimmy Dugan. Avoid and the clap. Like, Jimmy, we have a ball. And he signs their baseballs, and then he gives it back to the kid. And the kid says, Jimmy Dugan, avoid the clap. Gee, thanks, <laughs> Jimmy. And then the genius of it is that he doesn't realize that he wrote that, and he goes like, "That's good advice," <laughs> to like eight-year-old. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's near the beginning where he's like drunk still. Not, not, not no not. that's
1: actually yeah. at the very end of the movie. <laughs> I think nope. he's
2: drunk the whole movie. Yeah, it's at the very end of the movie. So he doesn't really go on a voyage. No, he sobers up. Yeah. But he still wrote that on the ball. That's an interesting choice.
1: On the ball. Maybe he's sober and just trying to give good advice. It's the end because it's, it's the same scene where the... What's her name? Not Betty Davis. What's her name? Gina Davis. Characters character is leaving to go back to Oregon with her husband. Oh, yeah, to
2: be with her husband like a woman should. A
1: woman should. It's a really good movie. It is a good
2: movie. Do you guys
0: watch the TV show? No, I heard good things about it. Did you watch the TV show? I watched like the first handful of episodes. Maybe the first half of the season. And I didn't think it was that good. Okay. I didn't, I didn't because see it. Because
1: isn't like the, like the female Negro Leagues or something?
0: It's like they're all lesbians. Uh, <laughs> and they kind of... It's like kind of the characters are the same, but like... It doesn't have anything to do with baseball, really. It's just oh, that's too bad. It's just about them being lesbian and like trying to hide it from everybody. Okay, all right, all right. <clears throat> I'm just totally off task right now.
1: At the end of a league of their own, does Gina Davis's character intentionally drop that baseball or not? When Rory Petty, her sister, yes. You think she intentionally drops it?
0: Yes.
1: So that, I thought
0: you did. Yeah, you
2: do too. Really? So Lori could have. So she could have the glory. Finally, she she knew that in her heart that she was going back to Oregon, and she wanted her little sister, who it meant so much to, that always meant more to her. She wanted her to have the glory.
1: Interesting. I never thought that. I thought she just dropped the ball.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the point. <laughs> That you're supposed to come to your own conclusion about. Come
1: to your own conclusions, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. It's a great scene. It's very sad and The
2: intense. It's an intense movie. It's an intense
1: movie. Lori Petty has
2: got a good role. You know, Lori Petty is like it was a low key, pretty good actress in the early one
1: of the mid early to mid nineties. That's pretty good. Hank uh, Girl. Hank Girl, yes.
2: Point Break. She the was a of their
1: own. Yeah, she
2: was a main love interest in Point Break uh-huh
1: oh maybe i'm guessing on oh, that one. no that no i don't know that's a good movie too yeah that that like 92 to 96 or 97 run for Wally petty was pretty good pretty oh, good
2: put that up against anybody
1: Jim Kay- or
2: petty davis
1: jim carrey had a fucking club uh, I was looking this up on Wikipedia a couple of weeks ago. Like, in terms of uh, of uh, revenue, or you know, not revenue, you know, box office yeah. income. Yeah, box office growth. Nobody matches Jim Carrey from like ninety two to ninety six or something. Like that.
2: Yeah, even the cable guy did really well, didn't it? What? Even the cable guy did like really cable, well.
1: yeah, like even even like weirdo movies like the Cable Guy, the Grinch stole Christmas is like made hundreds of millions of dollars.
2: Interesting. Well, I mean, it was like Dumb and Dumber and it's uh, one two. Well, and started it, but the Mask yeah. and Dumb and Dumber. Cable, liar. huh? Wild, Do you remember? Yeah, that? another big one. Yeah, yeah. he had. A, yeah, he was a, he was hot shit there for a second. Like a globe. Some, somebody got me a pair of t- t- socks from uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective socks. It's a big picture of Jim Carrey on it, and I can't wear them because, well, I can only wear them when I'm wearing long pants because I feel because I feel like there's a there's a lot of uh, transphobia in that movie, so you can't I can't wear them.
1: In like, oh no, in Ace Ventura, yeah, 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 yeah. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I agree that's that's one of those classic movies where you're like oh wait this is like deeply transphobic
2: yeah this is like actually pretty bad it just, <laughs> it's too bad because i really laughed hard at that it's a funny
1: I movie it. i think i think both can't be true i really do
2: these two things can't exist together two things can't exist together yep maybe <laughs> all
1: right all right stop talking about 90s movies Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Uh, my hot take is that I I am deeply depressed. And not depressed, like I know... That's not I a have, hot take. Yeah, that's a hot take. <laughs> uh, and and, and uh, a lot of fans know. A lot of family and friends who listen to this podcast. I'm not that depressed, but I'm deeply depressed. Because the last couple of weeks, what have we had? We've had fires in hawaii we've had record high temperatures in illinois we were at like 105 we had to cancel middle school last week because it was too hot which is the first time in my 11 years as a teacher that's happened we got hurricanes coming through florida and i'm just like what are we even doing here uh what's next what's next what what's the point I'm an 8th grade teacher. Most of my 8th graders right now are 13 years old. When they're 43 years old, that's going to be 2053. What the hell are they going to be doing in 2053? I'm going to be 69. (coughs) What?
2: 69?
1: I'll be 69 in 2053. I'll be soiling green. I expect to not live to 69 and they can just make my body into a milkshake and feed it to the young, right? I'm totally fine with that. But I'm worried about the youth, right? Like, if you were born now, and you're 30 years old in 2053, what are you, like, Florida's going to be gone, Hawaii's going to be gone, L.A. is going to be, like, a weird... Mad Max style ocean, not Mad Max style. It's gonna be a weird water, water world, water world style. No, Escape from LA. Escape uh-huh. from LA. Well, but well,
2: I'm talking
0: it's gonna about be great
2: fun, Joel. They're gonna be just like all the movies, just right, like the movie. It'll
0: be great. Everybody... Talk about 90s movies, Escape from LA with Kurt Russell. <laughs> there That's there That's go. a yeah. good movie. <laughs> that's a so good the movie.
2: So the future will just be like a dip back into the past, and it'll be really nice nostalgia for everybody, for me at least, that makes it there. Right? I'll be like, oh, this reminds me of all those '90s apocalypse movies I saw. <laughs> like, when's Independence Day coming?
1: Right. I do. We hope.
2: Is that the one with Will Smith?
1: Yeah. Well, there's a yeah. couple, but yeah.
2: Oh yeah, when Will Smith's been in a few. Will uh Smith. Yeah, I don't think that's a hot take, Joel. I think the, you know the the kids are fucked.
1: I was just, I was just, we were doing standardized testing yesterday and today in my eighth grade middle school classes. And I was just like, what the fuck are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing here?
2: So my question then, how many generations are we from the singularity? Mm. That's my theory is that my kids' grandchildren will be the ones that reach the threshold from reality, spending a reality... More time, reality, and more time in in uh, uh, virtual reality. I think that that will be. Well,
1: kids, your great grandchildren. You think?
2: Yeah, I think they'll make the full sh- the shift from living fully out. I mean, with just doubt, da- you know, just going into VR for fun to actually like existing in VR as a choice. Like, why would I live out in the world when I can live in this virtual world and still have my groceries delivered to me by like you know work migrant workers who aren't too scared to go out on the streets and get murdered and bring it to my high rise apartment that I can afford because I'm of a certain class that hasn't lost or had all my money. You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking that that's going to, at some point, (laughs) instead of actually avoiding these climate disasters, we're just going to turn inward. And I think that that is two generations.
0: Okay. I believe. I feel like you're being pretty optimistic about your two generations. of. I mean, there's going to be a lot of
2: downsliding that that's, I mean, you're right. I am being, a little bit but there's going to be a lot of getting shittier before we're only in virtual till we're we're like I think I'd prefer to just stay virtual
0: for
1: sure but like like are you talking about virtual reality or are you talking about artificial intelligence because singularity really usually applies to artificial intelligence like Terminator right Terminator is like the whole concept is skynet achieves consciousness and that's the singularity right
2: right but i don't i think the singularity i yeah i always assumed that the singular i, I always thought the singularity was by br- passing from where we were more in a virtual world than not as a collective oh uh, but i'm not 100 percent sure
1: yeah no that's that's incorrect but like the singularity applies to where AI starts improving itself at an exponential rate that humanity cannot understand.
0: <clears throat> the so singularity word. is a hypothetical future point in time at which technological mm-hmm. growth becomes uncontrollable and irreversible, Correct. resulting in unforeseeable changes to human civilization. I feel like we're there already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's gotta be it's gotta be artificial intelligence based.
2: Making the decisions. Humans are just doing dumb things right now.
1: Like Matrix, Matrix and Terminator. I I'm sorry to bring it back to classic 90s movies. Uh, Matrix and Terminator are both like ideas about the
2: singularity. Speaking of the Matrix, what happened to the rest of those movies? Like the first it one, did was good.
1: a new one that I haven't seen. That no
2: no 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 no. The first one was good.
1: Oh yeah, the other ones are not. Nice. Then what happened? They got weird. They we got weird. They got weird and they tried to like explain how werewolves are part of like the matrix universe and no
2: That's you lost the plot there with that. That's yeah, no They no, might have no, let AI take over and came up with that idea.
1: They're like, and this is why people believe in ghosts. It's actually robots. And it's like oh. what
2: well, that doesn't fucking make any sense. Sorry. Well, I didn't mean to sidetrack us that, but
1: no, like, this is great. We've we've covered we've covered Jim Carrey, we've covered Tom Hanks, and, and the,
2: Keanu Reeves,
1: and Keanu Reeves, and the clap. Yeah, and the <laughs>
2: <laughs> actually, when you say it all like that, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's like a a common sci-fi thing, though, right? Is that it's
0: like it starts off. There's like somebody has this like sci-fi story idea, and it's good, and then it just gets way too weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, maybe. Did you ever read the Ender's Game books?
1: Ender's no. Game is like a moment thing. I'm gonna mute myself until this.
0: Anyway, Ender's Game is this book which was good, written by this massive homophobe. God, that guy's like a Nazi <laughs> homophobe. Um, I, this information came out later, um, right. but then he wrote a bunch of other books, sequels, and they just got so fucking weird instantly. Uh, oh, I but, see. Uh, I think that he that book had spirit. to do that had to do with Alien. I don't think he's a Mormon though. I think he's just a bigot.
1: No, he's a Mormon. That it's it's a big. He is a bigot also, but it's a big like more. It, that's like a huge. Um, metaphor for mormon ideology uh it's a good book but it, it it's it's a everybody gets their own planet when they di- when they die kind of thing
2: that's mormon i've heard that that's a good one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that's not like, how it
0: goes though yeah it is it's related no i mean an ender's game i i know, i know what you're saying but yeah he he is he is
1: Orson, Car- Orson what's his name Card Orson Scott Card Scott Card he, he is discussing Mormon ideology in that book um, which you know whatever you know fine like Tolkien is talking about Christian ideology etc yeah anyway you guys want to talk about baseball I guess I mean, I mean how we covered baseball I when have, we talked about I, mean, they, I was talking to about The Goonies earlier today. I love that
2: movie. Does I mean, that
1: movie not?
2: Classic 90s movie right there. That's not, 90s, an 80, 80s, that's not a 90s movie. That's 80s. Classic right. 80s movie right there. That is a classic 80s movie. Now we're just going to cover classic movies going back decades. Um, actually, you know, like I should be just like so geeked to talk about baseball right now. I should be like excited to talk about baseball. Like this this is you remember like two years ago when I was like, Joel, you're in it. You're in the moment of like as good as it gets for being a baseball fan. Like you have this bright future in front of you. The the White Sox are are doing nothing but going up. And you're, you're you're looking at like, is it gonna be a dynasty or just I feel like that's kind of where I'm, like, now, now it's just going to be oh, failed does. expectations and disappointment for the next two years. I thought you
1: were just being mean to me on purpose, Thomas.
2: It was <laughs> a little bit of both. I was twisting the knife a little bit there, too, but I was also, you know, like, it is also, like, it wow. is, I talked with, I went to the Royals series the other, and I was talking to the guy, we went to the 14 to 15 to 2 Smashing, and I was like, well, it's a bad day to be a Royals fan, and he was like, oh, it's fine. And he was like right. typical Midwest well, yeah. kind of nuncher head, and I was like, you know what? Like I can't be mad at a Royals fan. And then right. I was like, well, you know, they, they they're well, kind I of a am. sneaky good team. They're they're on the up. So I was like, you know, this is kind of a. And I, I mentioned to him that my cousin was a White Sox fan and how I had said that to you, and he kind of laughed. He was like, yeah, it's sort of true. I mean, you're at the,
1: yeah, we're, we're all Royals fans are not sad in the same sense that White Sox fans are sad, not Either at all. So they have a better record than the Royals, like. The wolves, like yeah, we suck. So whatever. They're
2: tough though. They we played them like a, a, an away series and a home series in the last month, and they played us tough both series. Wow. I from our fifteen to two drubbing, but anyway, yeah, it, this I is, is the like
1: this, team in the American League and the America's white third worst. worst team in the American League. So I can't. I have no justification today to shit on the Royals I don't like the Royals. But i can't fucking shit on the royals right now no
2: no i would say you can't but yes and my point is is that right now is probably the best time to be a mariners fan because our future is bright and we're in the middle of like some of the best baseball we've ever seen
1: yeah yeah so okay so uh sam's hot take uh two weeks ago i believe it was was that it's actually gonna be the texas rangers who lose this game of musical chairs between winning the al west and getting a wild card spot uh bandraps uh,
2: agrees with you
1: i mean we really got mariners astros rangers who are neck and neck and neck right now right mariners are they a game and a half ahead now just a game
2: a a game at the beginning of play today
1: Yeah. yeah 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 so what do you think thomas like are you more here's my question and talk about you mentioned this already Talk about the Mariners' upcoming schedule. Are you more worried about Houston or are you more worried about Texas?
2: I'm definitely more worried about Houston. Yeah. Uh, um, but I'm if the Mariners keep playing the way that they're playing right now, which we all know they won't, but if if they keep playing something like they're playing right now, they're going to be just fine. the The question is when is the bubble going to burst? You know, that's the sort of the problem with hot streaks is it's like are you peaking too early or are you peaking at the right time? You know, sometimes this might be the perfect time, but if the bubble bursts and they fall off, then it won't be the perfect time. They'd be, you know, they got hot too early, but I I am pretty confident in the Mares. I think something like they their are starting pitching has been just so kind of consistent. So as far as like the chances of them falling off a cliff, I feel like that's pretty, pretty unlikely. They're in, yeah. they're in the playoffs as of today. I think Texas is, looks like shit and could could potentially fall off. They've had a lot of. I think Josh Young going down was a big deal for them, and they're starting pitching has their pitching in general hasn't been as consistent as the Mariners. The Astros also haven't been as consistent, but they have sort of that experience factor that I think makes a big difference. So I would say of the two, I'm more worried about Texas, but I'm pretty confident that the Mariners can maintain a winning about- pace. What?
0: The more
1: worried about Houston.
2: Yes, that's what I meant to say.
1: Uh, Sam, what do you think?
0: No, I'm still on that. I still think that the that the Texas Rangers, who've been in first place all season long, are going to miss the playoffs. You
2: think they're going to miss the playoffs, too? You think they're going to drop out of the wildcard spot? Yeah. The, the interesting thing about the AL West and the kind of the cool thing about it is that the balance schedule didn't really, isn't really... It's, uh, it's coming into play in the last week of the season. We play uh, four games in Texas, three games Houston at home, and three games Texas at home, I think. I might be wrong about some of that. But three, it's
0: like, three at Texas, three V Houston, four V Texas at the end yeah, of
2: okay, the season. So three on the road and four at home. So we play those two guys. The last 10 the games. Yeah. So it's like. Which if the Rangers are scuffling, that'll be great for us. But it, it it's nice that and it at least you kind of get decided in house. And I think that probably gives credence to what Sam is saying about the Rangers potentially, because if they can't win some games in those series, they're gonna be out.
0: Those that's ten games in a row, too. That'll be exciting.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. And you know, I mean, but and Julio looks, you know, insane right now. Teoscar Hernandez is finally hitting. So our offense is kind of coming together. Cal Raleigh is kind of putting it together. And if it goes with consistent pitching, I think, I mean, the, the only thing that can get us is if our bats just suddenly go cold, which it just seems like they're. it's kind of contagious. And they sort of all seem to be rolling right now. So I, I, have, I, have, I have good feelings about it. Me saying that might just immediately put the jinx on it. But here we are. I'm excited.
0: Texas won today already. They already won? <clears throat> yep. Well against the Mets. They're yep. playing the Mets again. They have a pretty easy schedule. The rest of the way.
1: But well, you all got Oakland, who's like historically bad.
2: Oakland is terrible right now. This is our last game against Oakland, I think.
1: The Angels just DFA'd literally everyone. I know,
2: crazy amount of people. It's really bizarre to me. It's so strange. It's the new thing that I guess people are doing is where they just like letting DFAing players that are going to cost them money instead of just like just it's so it's such a strange.
0: I just read that if all of those players get picked up, they will it'll be just enough money for them to get under the like the one tax threshold.
1: But then they can't go after Otani at all, right? Like that—that that, to me, that's a white flag that Otani's out of Anaheim.
2: Really, I don't. I don't see it that way. I see they're like, we're gonna save some money and we're gonna get the other guys. Don't worry, Shohei, stay with us.
0: Uh, no, if, or... if they go below the tax threshold, then they'll get a. A higher draft pick as compensation if he leaves in pre agency. Oh,
1: interesting. Weird. I think Otani's done with the Angels. I hope he's done with the Angels.
0: Yeah, I would be. I was him.
2: I really hope he's done with the Angels. Yeah. Oh, man. Re- Rangers beat the Mets 2 <laughs> 1. God damn it. The Mets suck. <laughs> Stupid Mets. Were the Astros are beating up on the Red Sox, or is it? Six
0: two in the bottom of the seventh right now.
2: Yeah, mm. thanks for nothing, guys. Yeah, so yeah, I don't
0: know. They, these, it's, it's just a weird thing. They, they gave up at the all star break, and the team's still been playing pretty well. But now it just seems like they're not even trying. They're not even playing the guys that they have.
2: There's no hot water in the showers in the in the, in the clubhouse.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> i just turned the lights off that's, but it's not the because they
2: major league right
0: yeah it's just it doesn't make sense
2: that's sad because they've but been I like it... play,
0: they've been playing above their weight class all year long and if yeah. they could i mean they're being carried by their offense i guess but
2: but if like Ooh. you know they can they could probably get some. I mean, they got some building blocks. They're doing some stuff right now to be like kind of a quick return back to the relevance.
0: they have been saying that for years.
2: I believe uh, it when I see it. Cassis seems good. The Duran kid seems good. Uh, yeah, Cassis is really. Well, good, I would feel I sorry for you, Sam, if you didn't have like a million championships in the last twenty years. No,
0: no, I don't feel. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not feeling sorry for myself i'm just really confused like it seems it's, to me like this is a team that could have gone for it this year and it doesn't right. and it, you know it's it's just really frustrating because the high and bloom and the ownership grip group for years have been like we want to compete now while building for a sustainable like competitive future and it's like they've done nothing to compete now you know what i mean it's like and i feel like this season they really had a chance to go for it and they didn't and they're just like no we don't want to we're not going to do it it's not worth our time or our money or whatever the fuck to try you know it's yes. so like we went into last off season they're like we're gonna make moves in pre-agency and like they fail and then you know, they had a chance to add some important pieces at the deadline. They decided not to, or they were unable un- unable to. It's just weird.
2: Do they? Does this ownership group have any kind of like uh, goodwill built in? I don't remember when Hein Bloom took over.
0: Well, the ownership group has, you know, they have won a bunch of World Series, so okay. it's kind of hard to be too mad at them. But. Iron Bloom see. seems simultaneously inept and kind of out of his depth. And also unwilling to take any sort of risks. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, he keeps hoarding these prospects, all of which are kind of like mid tier you know? Like, Cassis is good. Bayo is good. He's uh, good. Okay, but then the rest seem like, you know, you could trade a couple of them and get somebody good. <laughs> and it'd probably be worth it. But, you know, maybe we'll pick up Lucas Giolito off waivers right now. Oh my we'll God. Make a run we'll for do it that. down the stretch.
2: Dude, I watched him pitch last night and he looked like shit. He really? so
1: bad. And I like Lucas Giolito. He's been terrible for the Angels. They DFA'd him. Folks on Twitter are talking about the Cubs picking up Giorito, which would be hilarious, honestly. Um, Lance Lynn is at the Dodgers. He's doing well. Joe Kelly's at the Do- Oh, Reynaldo Lopez. I think you might want to pick up Reynaldo Lopez if you need a bullpen arm.
0: Uh, yeah I don't know. I don't know what's up with the bullpen. Do you need a like receiver? it was starting it was starting to like really come together and look good and then all of a sudden, they didn't bring out any of their arms, yeah, that's really weird. I mean,
1: do you think the Red Sox are giving up, which is would be bizarre?
0: Well, I don't think that they ever wanted to try this year at all. I think they struck out on the offseason on, like, everything that they tried to do except for sign Yoshida. Mm-hmm. I think they struck out on everything else, which they did. Justin Turner. And Justin wow. Turner was, like, their fourth choice. Yeah, He's been really good for us, but he was not yeah. what they wanted, you know? Sure. Um, and you know, our middle infield situation has been terrible and they've like still been able to stay in the hunt. Yeah. And our bullpen situation has been terrible and they've still been able to stay in the hunt. Starting pitching situation has been terrible, still in the hunt. But then <clears throat> now, like, for sales back and James Paxton is back and Trevor Story is back and It's like all of the people that they were like, well, if all these guys are back, this will be a good team. And they're all back. And it's like, well, psych. Here's fucking Bearclaw to give up 10 earned runs in four innings. And And Kyle
2: Bearclaw had a legitimate MLB career at some point.
1: Keep saying that, but the point is
0: that.
2: (laughs) Keep saying that. He gave up
0: 10 earned runs in four innings last night.
2: It <clears throat> well, just speaks more highly that nobody took them out.
0: Right. neglect? Yeah.
1: Like, why did nobody do anything about that? In a game that you had a chance to win against a team that you're in a wild card hunt
0: against. Directly. directly. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's... Right. That. It's an important game to win. Yeah. But they couldn't be bothered. So, I mean, they had... And they were winning, too. That's the other thing. Like if you're fucking winning. Why? Why are you bringing out a dud? Like you're winning the game. This <laughs> is an important game. Why? What's the point?
2: Why don't you want to win?
0: Yeah. Why don't you want
2: to win? <laughs> That's a deep question. Yeah. All right, Red Sox at us at yeah. Dumb Bungy Up, Red Sox. Why don't you want to win? We had them right now. <laughs> um. How's Twitter? It's called
0: X now, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know
2: that because it could get sent
0: there by links about baseball. Oh, really? Well, you know, whatever. Um, it's funny because Twitter was such a terrible name already, and then it's like, well, it's <laughs> make- gonna make it
2: worse. <laughs> well, how can we de- unimprove this? Yeah. Yeah, Twitter's a stupid name. Let's just call There's it one that Elon Musk knows about.
0: Ruining good things. I think Tefla is a good name. You think I don't so? think a good name. Yeah, probably not, but it's good. Um, it also calls into question SpaceX. Oh, so, uh, Dump on the other
1: has gotten a lot of new followers the last couple of weeks. Who has? They're mostly robots, I think. Dumb on him. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: Like, I think that one thing that Elon Musk has done with Twitter is increased spam and bots. Like, yeah, I
2: mean, the legitimacy of the whole site is completely out the window. Like, it's a pay-to-play model.
0: Yes. Right? It's a problem.
1: Correct
2: yeah so how can you count
1: on that it's like, real bad well bad. because because if, if you pay if you pay your eight dollars a month for a blue check then you get your blue check which also means that your responses to other people's tweets gets promoted yeah and so that means that the people who like politically or ideologically agree with Elon Musk, who are much more likely to buy the eight dollar blue check, are also having their voices
2: and- Yes, and if you are on Twitter, you're more likely to see that can't that content too.
1: Correct. So any tweet- so
2: what that does is it simultaneously gives the idiots louder voices. And it makes the content that much shittier.
1: 100% correct. And incentivizes being an idiot on Twitter.
2: Well, Twitter's always incentivized being an idiot.
1: More so now than before, though, man.
2: Now you can be an idiot and just pay more money and people hear you.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you agree with the boss, that's the other thing, though.
2: I mean, you can instance, you could theoretically pay the $8 and say things that were contrary to what Elon Musk was saying.
1: Yeah. But then you're still giving him
2: $8 a month. Well, yeah, but you're still a sucker. Yeah. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Well, glad it's not gotten any better. No, it's no better. It's not like Julio.
1: What would
2: Julio do? Oh, just like a record breaking last month.
1: Ugh. White Sox are losing to Baltimore nine to two. Ouch. Baltimore's a good team. Yeah, Baltimore is a good team. Really, my my rooting interest going into the postseason is going to be some combination of like Seattle, Baltimore, Red Sox if they make it, and then I don't know. I like Toronto, I guess.
2: Well, Toronto's a long way off.
1: Are they a long way off? I thought they were closer than that
2: well they're yeah I, I guess I think they're within five games
1: yeah that's kind of a long way off but though. they
2: lost Beauuchette for the season or for a while
1: that's uh wow yeah, actually that's interesting so it's 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 pretty settled, isn't it? Toronto and Boston Toronto is two and a half games out of a wild card spot. Red Sox are five and a half games out of the Wild card spot. After the Red Sox, it's the Yankees at sixty-four and sixty eight. <laughs> who are ten and a half. I think we can all games. agree
2: it's been a successful season for that reason. Oh, <laughs> I'm happy about that. I know it's been disappointing, Joel, but you can at least enjoy the Yankees.
0: I
1: I have been. And the Mets kind of in a weird way.
2: Uh, You kind of were both for the Mets.
1: I like the Mets, but I think it's hilarious how you spend three hundred million dollars on a sub five hundred team. That is funny. Yeah, that's funny.
0: That's funny. I'm not going to disagree.
1: Yeah. So the only two teams in the AL who are not who are out of the wild card, but really have a reasonable shot. At it are the Blue Jays and the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah.
2: So it's either going to be three teams from the Central or from the East, or three teams from the West.
1: Oh yeah, there's only one team from the Central who's going. You look at it the the other than the Oakland A's, right? The Oakland A's are the worst team in the American League. Mm-hmm. After the Oakland A's. The four next worst teams in the American League are all from the AL Central.
2: <laughs> so the 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 top four teams in the American in the American League Central would be second last place teams in every division, and in, in, in all the other American League divisions.
1: They'd be last place, yeah. They'd be like the Kansas City Royals. Well, wait, they're last place in the AO, but unless you're in the AO, the only team. Let me put it this way. If you moved a different team into the A.O. Central, every team would be in second place except the A's. <laughs> it's
0: pretty funny. Yeah.
1: bad. All right. <laughs> we should uh, shut this down. I did want to talk about college football. College football starts up this next weekend. Uh, the what do you want dead. to say
2: about college football? Oh, that's right. I remember what you were going to say about the college
1: football. Pac-12 is dead, Thomas.
2: I don't understand how that happens. I thought the Pac-12 was like the fucking Rose Bowl.
1: Pac-12 is dead. Oregon is going to the Big Ten. Washington is going to the Big Ten. USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten.
2: All They're, they're all going to the Big Ten? All
1: going to the Big Ten.
2: How
0: so many teams are the in Big the Big 14 10 now? now? Yeah. What?
1: Is it the Big 14 now? They'll still, they'll, they'll keep calling it the Big Ten. It's 18 teams now.
0: I was going to say it's the Big 18. Ones. They should call it the Big 18.
1: No, they actually. First were, things first. They were really smart in ignoring math, and they're right. They're, and no matter, like, I actually have opinions about that. The Big Ten realized that uh marketing was more important than math.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, since with Donald Trump.
1: What right, exactly? So it doesn't matter how many teams are in the Big Ten, they're always gonna be the Big Ten. Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado are all going to the Big Twelve. Big
0: twelve. Big
1: twelve. Big sixteen now. Right. Well, Colorado was in the
2: Big Twelve before.
1: Uh, so as of now, okay. So what we're about to start the last season of the pack, whatever. Pack twelve formerly the Pack Ten. They should have just left it the Pack
2: Ten. Then they'd be inheriting all kinds of other people from different. Well, that's
1: what they may end up doing. The problem is the only four members who are left at the moment are Washington State, from Pullman. Oregon State from Corvallis, Stanford, and Cal. They're the only members left. Rumors it's have like it
0: kicks Stanford, and nerds.
1: What right, exactly. Rumor has it that Stanford and Cal are going to join the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference. They're really
2: fucking kicking geography in the balls.
1: Yeah, there's no vague <laughs> Which would just leave Washington State and Oregon State who would then become basically Mountain West. The Pac-2. The class- Pac-2. The Pac-2 is going to be Washington State and Oregon State.
0: That'd be so sick.
2: I <laughs> two- uh, thought I have, though, it's like it doesn't really matter, does it? Like they don't travel like a baseball team, right? They, like do. they do in college baseball.
1: Doesn't that? That's going to be the problem. So the reason Oregon and Washington jumped to the Big Ten is that they'll get between forty and fifty million dollars a year from television revenue from Fox Sports. Right? If they had not jumped, they would be stuck at about twenty million dollars a year. But that's just football, right? So now, what are you going to do with your lacrosse team? Now, Oregon has to play Rutgers from New Jersey at lacrosse, at gymnastics,
2: at track. Yeah, it's just so centric, football centric.
1: What? Because football is the only college football and basketball are the only college sports that make money. Right? Everything that costs money.
0: Football basketball makes money.
1: Basketball makes money and football makes men's bad March madness. Yeah, March Madness makes
2: Yeah, but that's got nothing to do with. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. Football is driving their decision making.
2: Yeah, that that seems painfully obvious.
1: But 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 I don't know if they've thought this through. Like your gymnastics team has to go to Philadelphia to play Penn State now.
0: Yeah, but they get thirty million more dollars a year. Like, correct. They spend less than a million dollars on their gymnastics team, probably.
2: Correct. A season. Well, they're gonna have to spend more on travel and hotels. Still, I still bet it's less.
1: They made that. I think you're right, Sam. I mean that. That's why they made that decision. They were looking at their TV, the TV revenue deals, which is only based on football, really. And Fox and ESPN were telling them, "Look, we'll pay you. We'll pay the Pac-12." $20 million per year post school for your TV rights. But if USC and UCLA join the Big Ten, we'll pay... Big 18. A, the Big 18, we'll pay them $45 million per year for their TV rights. And that... And, and USC and UCLA were like, okay.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's not like... The athletics department is making these decisions. It's like, it's, these are major universities. They got smart, like, math people there. They're not going to be like, oh, shit, we made this decision, but we're now losing money on lacrosse. Like, that's not right. going to happen.
2: They're going to be like, oh, well, we'll just shut down lacrosse.
1: <clears throat> that that actually might be the most likely outcome, Thomas, is they'll just shut down lacrosse. Um, <laughs>
0: or like... The music department.
1: What yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. The humanities department. The humanities Uh,
0: department. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Education.
2: Yeah.
1: We're just a football school now.
2: We're not here for learning. We're here to cheer for the football team. Get out there and cheer. Now you have to fly across the country and cheer.
1: Yeah. It it it's very sad. Um I'm sad, like, the Pac-12 is dead. I'm sad about that.
2: Yeah, it's a little sad. It's a little strange.
1: Yeah, it's really strange. Um, But they did it to themselves. They, like, like the Pac-12, over the last about 10 years, made mistake after mistake after mistake. Because about 10 years ago, the Pac-12 was on the same level as the SEC and the Big Ten in terms of being a major uh, college sports conference. And since then, they they dropped off, and they made mistake after mistake after mistake, and now they're dead. And, yeah, and,
2: whoever's in charge of marketing for the Pac-12 should not get another job anytime soon.
1: What exactly? 100%. Yeah, except for they will. Exactly will.
2: Yeah. <coughs> sure. But they shouldn't. Yeah. Unless they were like, uh, you know, let's kill the conference.
1: No, they won't. They would just they they were so full up their own asses, they didn't know what they were
0: doing. I don't know, all those schools are making a shitload more money, so... Except Oregon
1: State, Washington State. Really, Oregon State and Washington State should join the Mountain West and play with Boise State and Nevada and Fresno State. They'd be fine with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, Oregon State and Washington State were always kind of... Yeah,
1: they were the little brothers. Except Oregon State... Kick the shit out of Oregon
2: last year. I think Oregon State also has like multiple College World Series championships.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. They do have multiple. They've got one of the best baseball programs, yeah. in the country. See, well, and that's not what, anymore. Not anymore. Right. That's what's going to suffer. Is Oregon State going to be able to to keep up? Uh, national competitive.
2: They base. were getting that. They were getting that Pac-12 money for their be- their baseball program, and now they won't be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
2: That's... I wonder if Hadley Rushman's crying.
1: Well, no. Yeah.
2: No, he's doing just fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, so is Andrew Vaughn, who was from. <coughs> Where did Vaughn.
2: you go to, to Oregon State?
1: You went to Cal. Oh. yeah, Well. I'm trying to think of somebody else who went to Oregon State. Oh, um, Nick Madrigal. Nick Madrigal went to Oregon State. A bunch of dudes went to Oregon State.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think a bunch of dudes will continue to go to Oregon State. There will still be to continue to be dudes at Oregon State
1: who play baseball Maybe. and get drafted into the MLB.
2: Oh, I see. Well, That's, we'll see. Yeah. I doubt there'll be the, that many of that.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that said, uh, gentlemen, you got any uh, comments before we sign off? Go Mariners. Go, Mar- Go Mariners. Mariners. Yeah. Go Julio Rodriguez.
2: He got he- scratched from the game today for, late, for a foot injury and oh. George Kirby, and then they just took out Ty France in the third inning. That's bad. Yeah, now the whole team is just going to get hurt and we're all going to lose. It was because I said that this was the best time to be a Mariner yeah. family. Because I said what? that. You guys heard it. Injury is bad. You literally witnessed the jigs. What kind of foot injury? I don't know.
0: Hopefully it's just precautionary.
2: That's
1: not good. Those don't go away. Shut up, Joel. All right, I will. All right, wait,
2: don't wait, try to get me down. Just because, just because Tim Armstrong is a clubhouse cancer, and Eloy Jimenez is Anderson. Great, Tim Anderson, Anderson. I said Tim Anderson. He's a clubhouse cancer. Oh,
0: Tim Armstrong. You said.
2: I did. Yeah. Destination. Oh, no, Ruby, Soho. That's who Tim Armstrong is. Was, we were talking about Cal, you know, I was thinking about the Bay Area. He said Tim, Tim Oates. He's a singer for Rancid. Yeah. Why are He's you probably got right? Clubhouse <laughs> Cancer,
0: too. Yeah. He's yeah. just hanging out in the White Sox Clubhouse. that this shit.
2: I have a <laughs> bedroom wall. <Whoa. laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Tim, Tim, you. We you, offered you.
1: to buy the Baltimore Orioles, but we should also offer to GM the White Sox. We've and, already offered that. And just fill
2: manage the White Sox. Oh, that's right. That was dumb. um um for um for manager. Um, um what was it? Vote like, um.
1: Just put all the most dumb. toxic '80s punk lacos in the White Sox <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs>
2: Jello Biafra as director of scouting.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Uh, many e- of them are dead. <laughs> Efficiency in progress. <laughs> 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 all
1: right. All right. We're done. We're done. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a dub on the On um, Boss Sensibly a Baseball podcast. Thank you so much again for listening. You can follow us on all your social media applications. Dump on beyond that. I'm um, dump two thousand. But we have a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. I got a TikTok. Yeah, follow us on TikTok. Also, TikTok's weird. Do TikTok. you have content for TikTok? Yeah, it's mostly my cat.
2: And that counts. Doing yeah.
1: dances? No, I'm trading him. Okay. He's been going outside because I'm a bad cat owner. Uh, I don't care anymore. And I'm like, go outside. He came back with a cicada today. Cool. Really proud that he murdered the cicada. Yeah. It it was still alive. And I tried to tell him, bro, it's still alive. You can't bring it inside because I don't want, like, a cicada. Like, well, it's
2: still alive. It's a toy and it's a gift. And oh, he was toy. having
1: fun. He was having a fun time. I'm doing the the cat thing right now. He was batting it around. I was big, no. He's killed multiple shrews and mice. He's really good. At, he'll bring me shrews and mice pretty regularly.
2: They're this, quite capable killers.
1: Oh, he's good. I'm really. I mean, he's been an indoor cat most of his life, and he's 12 years old.
2: I'm really impressed. He's just like, he's like, it's his golden years. He's just like, finally, I'm out yeah. here. I'm killing things.
1: Killing things. I'm waiting for him to bring me a bird. He has yeah. a
2: good He's probably him. not far off.
1: He's getting, he's good. He's a good killer. I like him. He's a I, good dude. I, I, I give him positive reinforcement, you know? Give him pets and treats good boy. I want him killing things, but I don't want like a
0: half dead cicada in my house. That would no. be <clears throat> okay. so Brooklyn is overrun right now with an invasive bug called the spotted lantern fly. Oh yeah, people are crazy. crazy. Okay. That's There's insane. so many of them. What do they do? I don't know.
2: Is there one in your room right now? No, but they're all and open you're place to, You're supposed to be killing them. You're supposed to kill them. Yeah, no,
0: and that's the kind of the fun thing because you just like walk down the street like stomping
2: on these bugs. God, we're sadistic motherfuckers, aren't we? <laughs> finally, something fun for us to do.
1: <laughs> you guys remember what? What, <coughs> what are the moths who have the, like once every ten years spawn? Oh, Those are cicadas. cicadas. Yeah, but they're huge and they cover the ground. Yeah, those are cicadas. Yeah, cicadas, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a plague. And you're just stepping on them as you like walk to work.
2: Yeah, I, that's where I, my first question was going to be: like, where did you get the cicada? Is there lots of cicadas?
1: Yeah, well, we are, we always have cicadas here in Illinois. Every night you hear them chirping. Um, but it's not like a a spawning, you know. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I'll say that it's not one of those like once every ten years everyone breeds right. We
2: always that's have. A, that's an East Coast thing. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, in Washington D.C., it happens every ten years and people freak out about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember it. It's gross. I hate it because.
2: Give shoes a covered in bug guts. It's probably Sam's favorite time. He gets to stomp on all the bugs he wants.
0: Yeah, the cicadas are crazy here because it's so fucking loud.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. Do the you lantern know. bugs make any noise? Why do people not want you? Why do no, people- and
0: I actually just know. reading about them. I I maybe won't try to kill them so aggressively anymore. They don't, they're not like that bad.
2: I mean, they're like real I, fathers and. <laughs> Well, okay. it's
0: like they're like, Oh, if you see this bug killing, I'm like, All right, I'll do that. But then I was just reading about when them, you look don't... a little
2: deeper, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> These bugs are buttons. I was just reading too. about them and it's like they don't actually do anything. Um, like if it becomes a really bad situation, it can be bad, but
2: they don't like it's, kill it's... plants or anything. Right. Well, like. It's good to know that in this <clears throat> context, your first reaction is kill and then look up later. I remember <laughs> that. Well
0: <laughs> For bugs, sure.
2: Yeah. No. Oh, well, you know, when shit gets sticky. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think you're going to start killing people.
1: Remember that classic 90s movie, uh,
2: Starship True I was uh-huh. just thinking about that. <laughs> the bugs. <laughs> yeah, <it> Kill bugs. <laughs> uh, man, I'm glad we could take this full circle. That was a great movie. <laughs> it's classic. It's unbelievable. (laughs) very sexy.
1: Very sexy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dub on the yup, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Follow us on all your social media applications. Oh, hey, special shout out to Jake. Thank you, Jake, for being on the podcast last week. Uh, We gotta have him back again. At some time um and shout out to cam Cam wants to come on the podcast. We gotta make time for cam.
0: He's a cubs fan,
2: oh boo um,
0: which means he can't handle his liquor means he can't handle his liquor, <laughs> and
2: he likes the cowboys.
0: they <laughs> had
1: the yeah, cowboys and uh, yep. and uh, Patriot, no, not Patriots, it's Cowboys, Wakers, Wakers, yeah, yeah, Cowboys and the Wakers, yeah. <laughs> but we have Cam Cam on the podcast sometime. He has asked, Sam, do you think Jake wants to come back? Definitely, Right, right, we'll have Jake that gun sometime
2: as we are expanding your reach.
1: We have like a weird, again, I like to say, we get. Dozens of listeners every week. But we are literally. All, we have fans. I believe it. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This has been dumping up. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all have a pleasant evening and a great tomorrow.
0: Sweet baby. Boy, good <laughs> Well I forget. I if you don't believe I'm leaving, count the days I've gone. <laughs>